of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Good day. Hello. In this minute, we're in minute 44 of the film Titanic by James Cameron. In this minute, Jack is arrested. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a strong word. They put handcuffs on him. Joe, it's not. It's not being arrested, though. Am I being detained? Am I being detained? <laughs> detained. He's detained. Um, handcuffs are put on Jack. Um, he's got his vest back on, and I wondered, did he put his vest and shoes back on, or did the like crew have? To Sir, do that? clothe yourself. <laughs> his vest is really ugly, by the way. Are you guys vest wearers? I think a, a vest can look extremely sharp. But I don't think a vest looks good if you don't also have a coat on. Duff? Uh, well, I did have a vest at my wedding. Um, That's a little different, though. Wait, but yeah, but you were, you started with the coat. Yeah. So in, uh, a wedding, in a wedding situation, it's fine because the coat is worn early, and then as the party gets going, you shed the coat, roll up the sleeves, and boogie. Yeah. I associate... I think you're right that if they're done well they can be very sharp but generally i associate vests on men with uh chandler from friends i feel Mm. like that's a very 90s thing in the background of this when this minute starts out we see rose is offered brandy by a gentleman we will get to who that gentleman is soon um cal is upset here and as our resident defender of cal so far in the minute 44 of this movie he has good reason to be upset right uh, it is by far his worst performance yet. The line readings in this minute are awful. <laughs> and I'm really excited to talk to you guys about his wig. <laughs> you had some, listen, this is it's the worst wig I've ever seen in a movie of this scale. It looks plastic. Yeah, are we he, sure it's it, a wig? Uh, have you seen Billy Zane? Well, this is 97. I don't know what Billy Zane looked like in 96. Uh, looks okay. like something from the live-action Flintstones. <laughs> Which Harry Knowles loved. Yes. Um, okay. Let's let's save let's let's save some Cal stuff for a little bit. But he's upset, and I think he has a right to be right though because like this guy assaulted his fiance as far as he knows. Yeah. I, he has every right to be pretty pissed off. And if we've learned anything in so far through early 2018, is you should believe, you shouldn't believe the man in this situation. Yeah. Um, although uh, I... this this movie probably fuels uh, Reddit MRAs uh, in that uh, Jack was falsely ac- accused of rape. Well, uh, but not by a woman. That's true. That's a difference. That's a huge difference. True. It's a a massive difference. Um, Uh, Can I I just briefly, but but I have something from like the very first seconds and actually like literally the first second or two of this minute. I think we missed out so much 
by not living in the early 20th century when when somebody goes through a traumatic event, someone immediately offers them booze to try to help them like take care of it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I have a tough moment, like, why aren't people just offering me a glass of brandy to help? It's, and she yeah. refuses. Why is she refusing? Well, is she a teacher? You're on a cruise. At this point, all she's always seen her drink drink is Sprite. Mm. <laughs> well, she we know she smokes cigarettes, so she's not like a total substance. She's not like straight edge. That's true. That's true. Um, and I'm pretty sure later on when she goes down to the um, deal with the steerage, she's uh, she, she sings beer. minor threat to them and tells them to stop drinking. <laughs> stop it. Um. So, but I mean, from Cal's point of view, he's you know he's upset. He calls Jack filth. That's fair, as far as he knows. No, it's not. As it is absolutely knows, not fair. As far as he knows, all he's been told is he was enjoying his meal, Joe, and the and the crew. That is why. Why, why didn't he go after his fiance? Because he can't. When run she after ran her out of the dinner. Okay, so food. so he, every meal he your can't bride run off and chase your her bride runs out of a meal Future and bride. you just stay there fiance he you every he has meal, no right Joe, if you're with a girl who every meal would storm off wouldn't you eventually be like that's just what she does she storms off but then i meal. also wouldn't get on my high horse when uh, <laughs> some other dude was on top of her well, i would just <laughs> break up okay with her. well i'm gonna say this there 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 are times where a, a woman will go off in a huff and you just want to let him uh blow off some let, steam let him settle down for a minute so i would not have gotten number one my food would have gotten cold <laughs> uh can i get this to go please could you put um, this in the oven to keep it warm please i gotta go check on my fiance so she stormed away again so she's already pissed off you might as well enjoy your food yep um and then well, sec- I- secondly just just because i let my 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 lady friend blow off steam does not mean that I don't have the right to be upset that someone was trying to assault her. Exactly. Thank you, Dolph. Let's get the facts first. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just here's the thing, like she's not upset. Well, I mean, so that changes a little bit, right? I mean, this is what it's going to, going to go to is Jack handles this well because at no point during any of this, even when the crew shows up, does he ever He, he doesn't talk till his lawyer like, he gets sort there. Of doesn't talk till his lawyer gets there. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Rose is the one who finally has to be like, you know, it was a, she. It's her word that says it was an accident. And then her story is that she was leaning over and she slipped, and she somehow in the story doesn't know what a propeller is. So yeah, Rose, she's a really bad liar. Lying is easy. What is? What is she? What's her problem? And. Also, yes, they're really dumb for she just needs buying a, She needs that. a lesson from Jamie about lying. <laughs> so the other part of that story, I mean, that doesn't make sense, the whole thing doesn't make sense, is that all of a sudden during dinner she gets up and has to go run to look at the propeller. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I left really, really upset and then got to the back of the ship, and then I got curious about the engineering of this vessel. So in Cal's you know point... This, go ahead. This no. scene reminded me of the... The part in JFK where Joe Pesci is spitting that terrible story about going goose hunting so that they don't that that he has an alibi. It and it's just like this ridiculous story about oh we're gonna go ice skating in 
in the middle of summer. No, wait, it was goose hunting. I forgot. I I feel for Cal during this little bit because he's at dinner. He's enjoying his meal. And his Not fiance, he, he was though, and his fiance storms away. And he's just like, well, that's just what Rose does. She storms away during meals. And then he gets called by the master at arms and he finds out, oh my God, this man from the steerage assaulted my fiance. And he, you know, is upset. And then he just finds out that, no, this man did not. His his fiance likes spinning things <laughs> and fell over the boat looking at them. <laughs> like, like, I don't it's know. I it's like- embarrassing. <laughs> We're all in agreement. This is a pretty terrible story she came up with. What would be a better lie to resolve the situation? Oh, uh, good. This is the good content, Duff. Mm. Um. I've been drinking all day. <laughs> I didn't want to vomit in front of the group, so I came back here to puke. And I slipped and almost slipped over the rail, but this young man was here to save me. I think puking is a better... Like, I was, I got seasick, even. Yeah. You didn't yeah. have to do the drinking Seas- thing. I got Ooh. seasick, and I puked off the back, and I Seas- slipped. Seasick is a good one. How does that explain Jack, then? He saved her. Saved her from oh, throwing okay. up? No, no, from like like I she she leaned over to puke because she didn't want to get any on her dress, so she wanted to lean over as far as possible so it didn't blow back. I guess when you're on the back, you don't have to worry too much about blowback. But yeah, um, that's you know. a good one. Had you had you thought of that ahead of time? No. Are you just that good of a liar? <laughs> you went to the James. What school. me? No, 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 um, no. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like I think she could just be like, I ran out to get some air, and then I. You know, got uneasy on my feet and fell over, and he went over to see if I was okay. Doesn't and then, and then, and then, and then, and if though. if Cal was like, "That's nonsense," and then she could just be like, "Have you seen these shoes? You try to wear them." Womp womp. I mean, we do later on. It is weird that his that his shoes were off <laughs> in this story. <laughs> that his shoes and yeah, there's no good explanation no... for his shoes being off. Maybe they were comparing feet size. That, that would actually, I would actually be more, I would be more upset if I saw someone comparing their feet with my girlfriend than if they were just like on top Assaulting of her in that position. Yeah. Okay. I, how about this? I was, I was getting some air, and I saw this young man sketching a portrait of me, and I said, "Let me see that." And he showed it to me, and I said, "You cannot draw feet. My feet are not that big." <laughs> and then he said that they are that big. And so then we took our shoes off to compare. I met this journalist. His name was Chris Saliza, and he <laughs> wanted to take pictures of my feet. And I said, only if you take your shoes off, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think that my I wanted so badly to do a Chris Saliza joke uh, for since Titanic, a tombstone minute. It finally <laughs> happened, and I'm so glad you guys let me do it and that you laughed. Thank you. We can have, we can have more if you come up with them. So my my answer to a better lie is, and the nice thing, this will sound at first like it doesn't explain anything, but uh, if uh, TV has taught me anything, it's that men will react this way. So Rose is going to say that she got her period really quick. Oh, no. And oh, that's no all, stop it. And stop. That, you just proved my point. She doesn't even finish the story. <laughs> oh, no. That's not the way I meant that. Okay, I thought you were going to say something bad, but actually, okay, that's a that's good point. Good. That's yeah. brilliant. Cal, Cal would just be, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it doesn't even, you don't even need to explain Jack or the shoes or anything. 
you just start off with, well, it turned into a really heavy flow, and then... Oh, no. So I went back where the propellers are. <laughs> and then Cal- they're like, no, Rose, Rose, it's okay. All right, just stop talking. Cal, you know these are my moon days. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> moon days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is wrong with you? Let's let's go back to the Titanic. Um, okay. We have the guy, the gentleman in the back comes up, and he says, like I said, women and machinery don't mix. Of which I think, what what was he saying? How did that come up? How was that a discussion earlier that he was just like, like I was saying, Cal, women and machinery. Uh, maybe him and his friends were throwing some poor women into some type of machinery and <laughs> clogged up the machine. Was he the same guy that didn't know who Freud was? No. No. Oh, all right. No, this guy, great segue, Joe. This guy is Colonel Archibald Gracie the Fourth, who was a real person. God, he these was... names back then, man. <laughs> I know. He yeah. was an American writer, amateur historian, and real estate investor, and spoilers, survivor of Titanic. He actually wrote so about a lot of those a lot of those uh <laughs> Credits sound like a, like one of the Trump sons. Yes. Amateur historian. <laughs> real estate investor. Real estate. Technically, isn't everyone an amateur historian? I think so. You don't get... I mean, I don't know. He, he wrote about the Titanic in a book titled The Truth About the Titanic. He was a uh, known... Clever title. <laughs> known as a tireless uh, raconteur with an ex- inexhaustible supply of stories about Chickamauga... In the Civil War. He was a big Civil War buff. Oh, he's one of those guys. Yep. And he was. Uh, sounds like an early alt right figure. He was played by Bernard Fox, who, fun fact here, Duff, you'll enjoy this, also played a lookout in 1958's A Night to Remember. That is a very fun fact. So, two, I... ti- two Titanic credits to this guy's uh, filmography. He was also. Um, he was British, <laughs> even though Colonel Gracie is American. He's actually, I think, from Alabama. Uh, so he's played by Bernard Fox, which I mentioned, who was uh, also on TV quite a bit in recurring roles on Bewitched, Hogan's Heroes, and The Andy Griffith Show. Hmm. So. Wholesome entertainment. That's right. Um, but yeah, he says, uh, I enjoy his line here where he comes in with, like I said, women and machinery don't mix. And then he's just like, boy's a hero. Well done. But it's clear he just wants to go back inside. Yeah. He wants to go have another drink. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I, I relate Can to you, that. Yeah, you can't blame him. I'm sh- he thought something like something exciting was happening, but instead, you know, she just puked over the railing. This loser <laughs> saved her. Let's yep. go back in and party. Yeah, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he thought to himself, this story doesn't sound believable at all, but whatever. Let's go back <laughs> yeah. in. It's her moon days. Um, I mean, so can you imagine like the party pressure on the voyage, the maiden voyage of the Titanic? Oh, how yeah. like how exciting that would be. And this is the first night, right? Yeah, yeah. Night, so night everyone is probably just maximum party mode. I would think, right? I would. Yeah. That's what we're gonna I do would, too. Yeah. I'd be super excited. I'd be like, how cool! We're on the biggest ship ever. I would. I would wear vests. <laughs> wear vests. Okay. New rule: if if we ever go on a cruise ship, we all have to wear vests. Yes. All right. Okay. We're, I mean, we're going on a cruise. We, we, it, do they still do transatlantic cruises? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we should know I, that, but 
I haven't heard of anyone seeing like I sailed to Europe. Well, I know there's those Viking cruises, this Viking cruise line, I think. Um that's that goes around all of Europe, so but I think it departs from America. This seems like a very uh apt opportunity for a brand to get on board with our hit podcast. Yep. We will podcast from the ship. Live. We will say nice things about your cruise line, no matter what. Especially no matter. if Senator Rock is on the cruise. <laughs> uh, oh, guys, do you know who has a cruise now is uh, Kiss. We can go on the Kiss cruise. Oh <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I'd feel comfortable. Listen, the Kiss cruise would not handle... They, the Master of Arms would not have even reported to this incident <laughs> in the Kiss cruise. <laughs> <laughs> do... Either of you guys have anything else for minute 44 of Titanic Minute? No. Let's rest up for tomorrow. It's the most apt uh, well, happy hour minute of all time. Back tomorrow with minute 45 of Titanic Minute. Um. Um.